0: He's a five time Bassmaster Classic qualifier, a Bassmaster Open winner, a Bassmaster Elite Series pro, a man more slick than an ugly stick. The one and only Matt Robertson joins me this week on. Oh. I'm
1: Bob Cobb for the Bassmaster. Welcome to Mercer.
0: Welcome one, welcome all, friends, family, freeloaders, fishing freaks, humpers, you're all welcome here at the Awkwardly Honest Fishing Podcast, that goes by my last name, which is Mercer. Welcome into episode 148 of the Mercer Podcast, and it is an absolutely spectacular week. I hope you guys are all having a great week, because I'm not sure whether a week starts on Sunday or Monday, but let me get this up here. (sighs) Ah. My week started on Sunday evening, and really, it's been spectacular. For those of you listening to the audio version right now, what I have propped up on my shoulder is a spectacular Kansas City Chief Super Bowl Championship heavyweight belt. I mean, it is leather, it is metal, it is rhinestones, and it is one of the most righteous possessions I have in my life. And obviously, the reason that this week is so special for me is because, yes, the mighty Kansas City Chiefs are back-to-back Super Bowl champions. They got it done. Unbelievable. What a finish to that game. The freaking defense. Everybody's going to talk about Patrick Mahomes, and I love me some Patrick Mahomes. I mean, uh, three Super Bowls in six years as a starter in the NFL? I love him. I love him. But, man, our defense, Chris Jones... Shout out to him, who is an angler, so that gives you another reason to love that dude. But Chris Jones is a beast. That entire defense, what the show that they put on, the entire team, what a freaking week. And, and I'll, I get it. I get some of you hate me right now, and, and that's I'm an easy person to hate right now. I, I know exactly how you feel. I mean, I remember back in the day, I've been a Chiefs fan. This was a childhood decision, and I... And I said, "Hey, the Chiefs are my team," and I and I hooked to their bumper, and I went through many trying years, many many trying years, and I remember watching Peyton Manning, of course Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger. This goes on and on. All of these quarterbacks would come along, and I'd be like, "Could we one day somehow could we get that guy? Will <laughs> we have?" the guy, and the Kansas City Chiefs are back-to-back Super Bowl champions. It is unbelievable. And as I said, I know exactly how you feel. Because I remember how I felt towards the Patriots. I remember exactly how I felt. I hated them so much. I wanted them to lose so bad. I mean, they just keep winning. (laughs) That's exactly how the Kansas City Chiefs are. So let's Turn it into a three-peat. And I get it. The Chiefs don't even know who I am. They don't know that I exist. They probably don't know this podcast exists. But I love them. And it means something to me. So I don't care if you liked Usher's halftime show. I'm sure half of you thought it was the greatest ever and half of you thought it sucked. I don't care if you like the NFL or not. I do. And I love the Kansas City Chiefs. And trust me, season after season, when we couldn't gloat, I didn't. But now that we can, I will. So, without getting too carried away, one more breath in of this incredible championship belt. It smells of rich leather, metal, rhinestones, and righteousness, because the Kansas City Chiefs are the world champions. I might, I'll might. i just leave it on my shoulder. I mean, it looks good, doesn't it? I mean, just look at the way the light hits it. It is so spectacular. That's probably about what Patrick Mahomes feels like when he looks in the mirror every day. All right, enough about that. Big news. I'm going to be at a trade show this weekend. If you're in the Toronto area, I will be at the Spring Fishing and Boat Show, a trade show I love to speak at. But I never get a chance to because it always seems to conflict with the beginning of the Elite Series season. Well, we're a week apart this year. So on Saturday at 1 o'clock, I will be there. I would love to meet all of you fine folks. No matter who your football team is, come on out. We'll talk about fishing and, um, and I'll probably still be partying a little bit. So friends, family, humpers, all of you, come on out. I'd love to meet you. 1 o'clock on Saturday, at the International Centre, if you're from the Toronto area. If you're not, come on, get on a flight, travel in. I may still smell of alcohol. But speaking of smelling of alcohol, I shouldn't have said that about our guest. I mean, well, he has smelled of that a time or two in his life, I'm sure. But he always tells it like it is. And if this... Chiefs Parade of Happiness hasn't turned you off this show, I appreciate you for sticking around because he's probably going to say something that offends you too because he only knows one way to tell it and he tells it like he sees it. He is the one and only Matt Robertson. (sighs) We are the champions, my friend we'll keep on fighting matt i'm gonna start this probably the wrong way to start this entire show but i gotta come clean with you because i believe in total honesty uh, when i said i had a technical issue that i needed 20 more minutes to record um i need to use the restroom. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: After I said I was having a technical issue, I hung up the phone. I'm like, "Who remember who you're freaking talking to? Why did you say a technical issue?"
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on with the truth. You know, I, I'll be honest with you. I did go take a piss, so we uh we kind of hit the. Uh, we took cover number one and two from. <laughs> there you go,
0: <laughs> dude. I, I, I can't believe it. I hear congratulations is in order.
1: Yeah, I reckon. Yep. What you congratulating me for being good looking, having the nicest hair. um,
0: All of that. And, and a expensive ring that you just put on somebody's finger. Like last year, dude, you were, you were auctioning your body off for a classic date. And now uh, I'm seeing you pose for engagement pictures.
1: Yeah. You know, I auctioned my body off last year and, uh, you know, eventually, you know, someone's going to come in with a high enough bid to purchase that thing. So, uh, so that's what happened.
0: <laughs> wow. I gave
1: her a little bit of a discount. And, uh, <laughs> and don't be thinking about that big ring too much. That thing was only about $80 off Amazon. For all you guys needing, uh, thinking about proposing, Amazon, man. You can get nice piece, clear glass for like 80 bucks.
0: Dude, that's Just the biggest scam.
1: Like, I, no.
0: No, but that's I honestly and every female listener is probably going to hate me for saying this, but I've always thought engagement rings are the biggest scam ever. Like if we all bought cubic zirconius, nobody'd know, like nobody know, like nobody knows who pulls the little thing in your eye and looks in them. I mean, oh, everyone be happy with the rings. We wouldn't and be wasting money say, and the diamond uh, mine crap wouldn't happen if it, it fixes the world.
1: Yeah, no joke. But I will say for all you ladies out there. If you question it, even the littlest. Take that thing and have it tested. Have it tested and find out. Probably just caused a few divorces, but that's okay.
0: Yeah, but why? We, I mean, honestly, when you think about it, it's better. Like it's, you can have this chunk of metal or uh, glass on your finger, or we could buy a freaking couch. <laughs> I mean, it makes that's sense. So Anyways, uh, I digress. I'm here to talk about you but uh congratulations so so tell me about this i mean i gotta know who who took you out i mean who took you off the the market
1: uh she's a little sweetheart from north carolina and uh yeah sweet little pretty little blonde thing and i gotta tell you man like i wouldn't have thought it so and i wouldn't have thought i'd have been hanging around north carolina of all places i hate light blue you know and uh so I sure wouldn't have thought I'd ended up up there around Lake Norman, but uh, I'll be hopping between there and Kentucky too.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love to see you in love. Will will, will she be on tour with you this year?
1: She'll be at some of the events. She won't be at the first couple. She'll be at the Classic, and she'll be at some of the events during the summer. So, yeah. Yeah, she's pretty easy on the eyes.
0: I would expect nothing less. I mean, Barbie marries Ken. She
1: does. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like Ken 2.0. <laughs>
0: oh. So are you ready for the season to start?
1: Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm ready for the season to get started. I'm getting my truck and boat wraps now. And yeah, I've been ready for it for a little bit, dude. I'm like, I'm kind of itching at it. I'm excited to not be in Florida at the beginning of the season.
0: How do you think those first two will be?
1: Uh I know uh, it's going to be exactly what you think it's going to be, except for maybe Lake Fork, which I know that sounds a little different. Like, it's going to be a live scope there at Toledo Bend. And, yeah. but I think Lake Fork, I think, I know it's north and it's kind of backwards, but, like, I think some fish live shallow on that lake. So, I think you'll see some stuff go down on the bank there, too. Is is everything not a live scope derby now? Hold on, I gotta hit the F U button.
0: Oh boy, you're calling me. I was supposed right, to tell gonna... you before we hit record to put it on Do Not Disturb.
1: How do I do that, Dave? Do you still okay, got me good? Top, I got
0: you. Top corner. Reach up and Hold swipe on. down your phone. All right. Did You see it? Did something appear? Oh boy. Yeah, that's fine. Did you did you something appear? This podcast gets more professional week after week. Can you hear it? I, I can hear How do you. I gotta get
1: back. In my okay, we're back.
0: Or did you hit oh. Do Not Disturb?
1: Yeah, we're good. Sorry.
0: Wow. Okay. Who needs to be professional? There's lots of shows like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So you're engaged. What what else has been on your mind like uh, here? I gotta ask you, you were talking a big game when we talked a week or so ago. You're going to a trade show, you were gonna jump in the freaking hog trough. But I, yeah, I did yeah. I searched social media, I never saw a video of said hog trough plunging.
1: Well, listen, I was all down for it, and a few people said something about it. not you, but a few other people had mentioned me doing it, and I don't like like, I don't like, I like all natural things. Like, like a lot of people, you remember the we on stage? People thought that was staged. And it's like, dude, someday, I thought I drank, I thought I grabbed a beer from a guy, <laughs> took a drink of it. And it was one of those AO8s and we did the shoot. Like, that was not planned. Like, you know, but like, I don't like planning things out. And I was up there and I even, like, listen, at the Chicago land fishing show up there, whenever I was up there on the tank doing it, I gave them an option, every one of them. I was like, listen, for the right amount of money, y'all get it together and I will go swimming and see if I can get these things to eat out of my hand, catch it with my hand, whatever. And I even told them, for the right amount of money, I'll even do it in my whitey tidies. Can't nobody find me here in Chicago. We might get an indecent exposure charge, but as long as the whitey tidies stay on, I don't think they can do that. So let's get it together. Plus, I met two cops out walking around and they told me they had my back. If I got any trouble, I was up there. So I was like, let's do this. But no. The most money, some, some dude walked up there and give me 20 cents, son. And I am not that cheap.
0: No. No, you are a high-dollar escort. You're not.
1: <laughs> yeah. If somebody bring me $200, then we're talking. And it's like, that's not too expensive between 40, 50, 60. I don't know how many people is out there. Probably 100 <laughs> people in that one. Like, okay, everybody throw in $2. How hard is that? Started. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> Turned the Chicago Land Fishing you, Expo into a male strip club with me standing on top of the tank. Oh, could you I imagine that? Danced the crowds? around one of my poles. Dancing around me, ugly stick.
0: Do, do you think it's right that you did the the shoey on stage? Like you kind of took. Like I mean, you would think that. I mean, if there was chugging beers, a Canadian did that first, which is fitting. You would think yeah. the Australian guy gets to do the first shoey, but you you kind of stole it from him.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> it's about the only thing the australian Scots got in doing a so I might as well take that from them. They ain't left with much.
0: <laughs> okay, let's not start a war with the Aussies. I think they really like let's you. Let's start
1: a war with the Aussies. I got them barracuda, barra underfish they go fishing for. I don't even know what they're called. It looks like a daggum freshwater snook. Like, ain't even got bass over there, I don't think.
0: No, not like they've got a fish called a bass, but it's not like a... Largemouth, smallmouth, spotted bass, no. Yeah. Um, well, the Australians really liked you up until now.
1: I liked Australians. I'm just giving them a hard time. <laughs> so, what is this time of year like for you? Um. Well, this has been a little bit different. I've been working on getting me a boat and this and that and all that junk. That was kind of last minute. I took me a cruise at the 1st of January and... Let me tell you something. I don't know if I'm really meant for the cruise. This so weekend went on Royal Caribbean. We went to Haiti. Wouldn't recommend going to Haiti. That's kind of just boring or whatever. Sat on the beach for a few hours. Well, it was nice, but, and I uh, got scammed. Listen, I ain't one to normally have one pulled over on me, but it just happened. And me and, me and my girlfriend, or fiance, whatever you want to call it, was up there, and we, we get to hay and we go walk up. I left the daggum sunscreen, so we got to get sunscreen. So we start walking to the little shop up here. And this dude's like, oh, come to my shop up here. You know, it helps the village out. We walk up there and they got these dadgum, uh these wooden wine cups and these different things. And he's like, oh, yeah, not made in China. It starts beating it. I'm like, yeah, whatever. And, and like, and she was trying to get some stuff for her place to kind of decorate a mantle or whatever. And they were, they were all right looking little cups that's kind of ugly black and white but it kind of fit the theme on this one mantle so I was like let's just get like she I thought she liked him I said like, you like him she's like yeah kind of he was going on he was trying to communicate not real good communication and she's beat communication beating, breakdown yeah bad and he's like uh, she's like how I much heard. and he in the bag and was like you want him and he's like oh yeah have this bracelet have his heart shaped rock blah blah and I thought she wanted him he said 60 bucks I'm like Jesus, son, sixty bucks for two wooden cups? Like, God dang, man! Like, black and like they look cool, but they ain't sixty dollar cups. They about five dollar cups, mm-hmm. and whatever. I just paid the sixty bucks, like, and I'm like, we what? So I was like, we, so we, like, we got to get out of here. There's like 10, 15 other people. Like, come to my little shack. Look over here. And as we're walking away, we're looking in these shacks. Everybody's got the same cups. Everybody's got the same heart shaped rocks. Everybody's got the daggone bracelets. I was like we just got took. She's like, kind of. We just got took. I was like, "We no, we're done." Like going, sitting on the beach, and drinking some daggum pina coladas, and stuff, and that is it.
0: Nice, nice. What? uh, What? How big was this ship? Like, did it? We were just in Miami, and it was ridiculous. They're like floating towns. Oh
1: yeah, that's what. One at a rock rock
0: climbing wall and a friggin' three story water slide. So, like yeah, Ricky that's Rich. what we went on.
1: Yeah, we went, we went on one out of Miami. as Independence of the Sea or something. And, uh, yeah, they, they got a casino on there. They got ice skate. You watch ice skating shows. You can go up on top on the beach <laughs> or on the water. And, dude, I, if I had won the biggest regret of my life and she told me to go up there, she told me to go up there. They have a sexiest man on the ship contest and i did not go i will never miss it you're again. lying
0: no i swear i was like that could have been part go. of your intro dude.
1: They voted sexiest
0: man alive on the dude, epic got, of the ocean I got, cruise
1: i got a whole routine next time i go on a cruise through this like i'm i got different rounds like three or four rounds i'm gonna put my hair up under a hat go out there do my thing dance a little bit and then Whenever the rounds matter, you got three judges sitting up there in chairs out here, and uh, you go out there and dance for each one. Well, I'm going to go out there and drop the mullet on them, pull the hat off, let the hair fall on them. Like, yes, like, dude, I'm telling you, I can't wait to go on my next cruise just for that.
0: It's like tickling them, Bass's lateral line. I mean, women can't stand them. You touch them with the mullet,
1: and... Oh, yeah, dude, like, it was ridiculous. (laughs) It wasn't even, like, these guys are boring, like, like... So wh- why why
0: why did you why did you get bashful for the first time
1: in your freaking life? No, it wasn't bashful. I was up on this other deck and I had to get down there. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't really a bashfulness. It was kind of kind of a delayed decision. I didn't I thought I had time to think about this. I didn't know I had to uh decide right then and go. I thought I had like time to sign up, think about it. Okay, it might be two hours later.
0: Yeah, you were you were chill. You were vacation, oh, yeah. Matt. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So after wow. that, got through that deal, um, uh, we discovered the casino on the boat. Uh-oh. And, uh oh. Listen, we learned how to get free cruises. So I know you're gonna think that's crazy. We learned how to get free cruises, Dave. And anybody listening, you want to know how to get a free? You cruise? thought
0: they all thought they were tuning into a fishing podcast. We're gonna teach them how to how to win free cruises. No, no,
1: this is legit. If you want, sounds go like on an free internet free scam for the rest of your life. Okay, okay? I'm listening. We went to dinner and we met this this older couple next to us and her daughter. Her daughter is like my age. And uh we got What to were talking. their names? Uh, dude, or would you rather like, not? It's it's like for shade and something else. I listen, I can't like it's not hey. pronounceable. Uh, real okay. nice people though. <laughs> real nice people though. And uh they're from down there south of Tampa. But anyway, <clears throat> on Royal Caribbean, you got the casino. It's owned by Casino Royale. Well, you have a card with you on the ship, and you put players it in the slot cards. machine. Yeah, players' card. Well, it's, a, it's a card you use for everything on the ship. Anytime. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, but it's used in there too. And so you stick it in the machine, and for every five dollars it goes through the machine, you get a point. Okay. So say you set down in the slot machine, you lose a hundred but Stick a hundred bucks in, never win. That's twenty points.
0: Okay. And
1: all right. So I know this sounds like a lot, but if you get 1,500 points, they send you a list of cruises that you can pick from. If you get 2,500 points, you can pick any cruise in the world, like Mediterranean Sea, wherever. All right. So they told us about this, and we're looking at our card, and we got like 400 and something points on one of them. So so we start playing, and dude, like, like we would walk around, and we just like, she would get like this yes. six cents like she's a baller like the sixth cents, she'd be like that's the machine and we'd go over exactly down, how and... she
0: felt when you guys met
1: yeah Like, you know, that, like yeah she knew she hit, <laughs> she hit the jackpot <laughs> and, but we went over sat down did she win like 400 bucks well we were doing we were doing this just picking out machines going with our gut just like fishing she hit an 1800 hundred dollar jackpot i hit a 1200 hundred dollar jackpot there ain't no telling how many four and five hundred jackpots we hit, but anyways, well, we went down our thirty five hundred bucks and come back with seven thousand two hundred and eighty dollars. Like we Good. won, we won. But like, I'm not gonna say it's gonna happen every time. Okay, that's just happened. We just got lucky. But back to how you get the free cruise. Oh, you, listen, you go on the cruise. You at, like say you put hundred dollars in, you win twenty bucks, and you run through at twenty. That's that's four points. And so go get fifteen hundred points and you know how like a casino will comp you a room? Well yeah. casino royale will comp you a cruise. And that's the fifteen hundred points or twenty five hundred points. And it doesn't take that long to get that, honestly. I figured it up. If you go on you gotta pay for your first cruise and if you take a thousand bucks with you and and play on that in the casino, like even if you lose a thousand bucks, like that's where you're going to get your free cruise. Like, so a week's vacation, you can't do nothing for a thousand bucks. Go anywhere.
0: Yeah. But what if you're real unlucky and you lose like every spin? Do you still like, cure the points? You, do you still, you won't. Yeah. But still you might not be, there. you might not have, dude, you broke with Lady Luck.
1: Like, you ain't going to lose every time like that.
0: You don't know some of my buddies. I mean, I, I have faith. <laughs> we well, better take your 2000 then. <laughs> wow. So, how many? When, where's the next cruise going to be?
1: Uh, I don't know. We're thinking about going right before. Um, I don't know. I want to go on a cruise this summer. Yeah. yeah Overstreet
0: went on flight. one of those and he said it was awesome.
1: Yeah. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. That's what I want to do. I'm not really a cruise kind of person, didn't think I'd be. And I would recommend getting the drink package. Yeah. Of course. Just, you just can't, you can't drink seven pina coladas because then you really start to bloat and, you know, you get gassy. What do you switch to? Because I know you don't stop. <laughs> no, like it's just got to be anything on the rocks. You can't eat the, uh, the frozen stuff.
0: Yeah. Too much of that. It's no good. But yeah. first few are incredible. That sun oh, hits bye. your skin. You, you drink a like you're proud to hold a freaking cup with this with an umbrella in it. Any other bar in the world, you're like, I gotta hide this. But there you're like, screw you, put two umbrellas in mine. <laughs> oh yeah, they're
1: good about it. You can keep them coming.
0: Hey, how did you get how'd you get engaged? I know there's some story to this. Come on.
1: Huh? I got suckered in toad. I got how, No, but how'd you ask her?
0: Not, no, not,
1: I'm a, just not how did it happen? Uh, I, did I know it, you're a uh, romancy guy. Um, I did it. I did it at Lake Hartwell the night before that autumn tournament I had. Okay. And the evening before, beautiful sunset, whatever. At the Airbnb is almost picture perfect, but uh, but yeah, just kind of went out there in front of the house in between the lake, and the family was up there at the in the. Up so in they knew. All, oh did yeah, they, they knew. Yeah, yeah, nice. A little sneaker.
0: Nice. Did you yeah. like, did you ask her family if you could marry? Like, is that
1: too old oh, fashioned yeah, now, or do people still dang. do that?
0: I, I think her, so, I too.
1: Me. Yeah, but who's gonna say no to me, Dave? I mean, gosh, don't look at me,
0: <laughs> just like hitting a triple seven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm everything you
1: can
0: ask for. <laughs> just ask him, he'll tell you. Uh-huh. Sounds like things are good. You, last oh, year, yeah. dude, last year you were you were more lethal of a tournament angler, wouldn't you say? Like I, the amount of times, and if I was better at my job, I would have gone back and done all the research or whatever. <laughs> but the amount of times it felt like we, we had an event and you were threatening to win, whether you led a day or you just were on that kind of bite. Why? Yeah. Why do you think that was like that last year? Did you fish different?
1: Um, I think some of it was house luck. Like I don't even know how I caught 28 pounds at, Saint, at or at, at Lake Murray. Like I really don't. It just it wasn't. I don't even know how that happened. It's because my boat was broke down till 11:30. Like Jesus, I pried out my dash and all that stuff, and I bring in 28 pounds. Like whatever. And uh, dude, I just I went out there, didn't give a fish how I like to fish and fish to win, you know. So,
0: outside of the luck, like, what did you change? Like, when you say you fished to win, did you fish different than you did the previous year, or did things just yeah. line I up? I just
1: quit fishing for points. Quit yeah. fishing for points, go out there, and, you know, and swing for it. It's a hard thing to do. You yeah, know, it's, yeah, it's, it's,
0: it, it, when it works, it's, it's one thing, but, I mean, I
1: yeah, think everybody like wants
0: t- to do that, but they just can't.
1: Yeah, it's, but here's the thing: like, you gotta be at peace. Like, whenever you go practice and you fish to fish like that, like you gotta not give a shit. But whenever I say that, you gotta give. A shit, but you gotta not give a if you don't do good. Like, you gotta go out. You gotta be at total peace with the fact that you went out there did everything you could to do. And if you don't do good, then you still did. You're okay with that because you did everything you could. Does that make sense? Yeah.
0: No, yeah, it totally does. You need to be at peace with that your because even though if it doesn't work, yeah. you're still closer to winning than if you had a plighted safe. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you could finish 98th in a tournament as much as that sucks, you could but you're also like, I know I was doing the right thing or close to the right thing to win, where versus you fished for a fortieth place and you, you know yeah. you were never gonna win. Yeah. Hundred
1: percent. And listen, listen. I've read. A, I ain't gonna lie. I like looking at some of the trash talking BS here and there. And I know there's a lot of people talking some smack about me. I ain't gonna say it. no. Not really. No elite series guys, but a lot of people in the world. I love. I love. i love reading.
0: But no, talk- I have not heard that. Oh, dude. I
1: get on some on some forums and I scroll through there, and I I, I literally enjoy saying I can't finish a tournament. Blah blah blah. I can only lead two days. Like son, if any of you think that, send me a message. I will come to your home lake and take your money from you on your home body of water for however wow. many days you want it.
0: You got to remember this: when they're taking shots at you, still means you're the freaking target.
1: Yeah, you take shots <laughs> at me. I'll make you call me daddy, son. <laughs>
0: I have not heard this hatred. I feel like maybe you're making it up. I feel like you're pulling a Michael Jordan. He used to do that.
1: No, no, no. You can ask the boys. I let it out there once in a while. I just, you know, I don't talk about it much, but it just popped in my mind. I enjoy it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's fuel, dude. I feel yeah. there's a lot of anglers that, man, that's what fuels them to do. You know, the voice of the hate is always louder. Like you can read yeah. thirty comments that say they you did a great job, they love you, and then one wrong one. That's the one you remember. But oh, yeah. does that fuel you? Does that push you to be better? Oh, yeah,
1: dude. dude, ever since I was young, I had people telling me I couldn't do it, and that's the thing. I don't, I don't dislike these people. It ain't a hatred. I love them more than, like, I hate to say it, but almost more than the people that support me because that's what you know kind of pushes me. Like, you wait till what raise that blue trophy in the Bassmaster Classic, you can get it, son.
0: I I would love to see it, dude. I would love to see it. And I think last year, again, you were a lot closer to that than you were previous years. But I think that's, from what I've seen, that's almost the natural evolution of an Elite Series Pro. You know, they come, and other than a very few, they, you know, the first couple years, it's about being safe. Like, I just want to be in the Classic. And then you're like, hey, I'm tired of watching other dudes lift blue trophies. It's time for me to have some of that.
1: John yeah, I ain't going to buy it. as
0: Zona calls it.
1: You know, you're right. I think, honestly, um, I was a little nervous the first couple of years because, I like, we're going to a lot of these fisheries. A lot of these guys have been to before. Like, and I'm like, dang, I ain't never been up north smallmouth fishing. I've caught the Tennessee River smallmouth, but I've never been up north smallmouth fishing. I ain't been to Florida fishing that junk, like the, like the shallow fishing. And uh, so, yeah, like, I've, you know – then first couple years, it's an adjustment, you know, nonetheless. Did you have a, like,
0: a welcome to the
1: Elite Series moment?
0: Like, where you're like, dang, I'm somewhere different now.
1: No, not really, dude. Like, I want to say I did, but not really.
0: So, what I was, was ner- not- you said you were real nervous. What was nerves like for you? Like, when did you feel them?
1: Always? Um, I, I usually feel it like a, like a month before we get going. I get nervous, like, what if I don't catch them this year? And blah, blah, blah. And then I tell myself, like, here's the deal. I hate to bust everybody's bubble, and I said this before. Like, I've been doing this, like, for, like okay, you want to call it professionally? For This will be my fourth year. But I know a lot of people don't know, but go ask anybody local around Kentucky Lake, like, for years smashing them on Kentucky Lake, winning every big tournament on Kentucky Lake. And, dude, I've been catching bass for 20, 25 years. I kind of, whenever I start thinking like that, it's like I've been catching bass for 25 years. Like, I ain't about to stop catching bass now, so I ain't even worried about it. Uh, whenever I start thinking like that, but I've been doing this too damn long to be worrying about that. Yeah. Just let it happen.
0: I like it. I like it. Why the beard?
1: Um, I look sexy as hell with this beard, Dave.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that. I mean, you're a good-looking man.
1: Like, I, I may need to trim it up a little. I need to trim it up a little. You don't say like it? Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: That's yeah. why you grow a beard. I mean, I grew oh, one yeah. one week, and my wife liked it, and I was like, I guess I have a beard forever.
1: I know there's a lot of fantasies going on with me in this beard, but sorry, it... uh. Cannot happen because got me a good one.
0: Yeah. You're smarter than me, dude. One of my great regrets in life is is I mean, I grow a nice beard. I I mean, I was you do I'm confident enough. Why the hell didn't I grow it before it was going gray? <laughs> 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 my whole life I've been able to grow this beard and I've just been not growing it. And then I decide to grow it when my face is going gray. It's bad timing. But hey, hey if
1: I'll be honest with you. I like the salt and pepper. It's, you know, a lot of it, it's distinguishing. <laughs> Listen, how many people you see that, that makes food, eats food without sticking a little salt and pepper on it? No. There you go. They are, Everybody... like, salt and pepper's a spice, <laughs> and they want a taste of it. I can't <laughs> wait to get some taut salt and pepper on me.
0: Oh. <laughs> You're a beautiful man. Do you know that? <laughs> i don't know that your, your mind your mind is uh is very different you you understand that right has it always been that way like since you were a child like tell me early school memories like what 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 was little maddie like
1: yeah you know it was i was about i don't know if i would say quite as eccentric but i was pretty much the same like you know, we are pulling some stunts and some pranks and stuff, playing bumper cars with our cars and stuff, like real cars, yeah.
0: Wow. How old were you when you were playing dumper, bumper cars with your cars, your real cars?
1: Uh, I 16, 17, you know, right after I got my license, we, we'd be pulling out of trade school. And, we, you know, my buddy Woody, he'd knock my buddy Jordan over across the road, hit him doing about 30 in his rear bumper. think I'm playing, I'm not kidding. And then on my buddy Jordan's car, we took some um, some old white gutters. He had like an old white Cavalier. And we took sheet metal screws and screwed it into his bumper. And, you know, it's whenever Fast and the Furious first come out. So we made a big spoiler out of gutters on his car. Like, we was rednecking nice. it up. Let some chickens and ducks and stuff go in, in the school for a school prank. Or for a senior prank. Nice. Yeah, we was pulling some stuff. Nice didn't you know i would expect nothing less tell me
0: about yeah. tell me about your tournament because behind all of these good stories there's a pretty good dude and what you did with that on him event i think is is very cool and very innovative for our sport
1: yeah dude so so i I got with uh my buddy here at the wood shop i was talking to him about doing it and he was like shoot dude i'll help you with that and i thought I mean, honestly, the best place I've ever seen to host tournaments right here in Anderson, South Carolina on Lake Hartwell at Green Pond Landing.
0: Neil Paul is, it's incredible.
1: It really is. So so I called Neil Paul and I talked to him about it and uh, he was all about it. He's like, yeah, he's like, how many boats you expect? And he's like, cause don't, you know, he told me, "So don't be disappointed if you, you know, I said, dude, I'm expecting to have 50 to 75 boats. Like it's two thousand dollars first place, fifty to seventy five boats. Like he said it's about maybe a little more, but that's about what I think too. So he hooked me up with a guy here locally, uh, David Stout with the five alive tournaments around here, and um he's gonna put it on for me. And I was like, Okay, that's cool. We got everything worked out. Well, started advertising it like this is this is four weeks before we're having it, maybe five yeah. weeks, in, I think. And dude. He calls me. He's like, man, you know, we got we got a hundred boats. I was like, no joke. No. Then he texts me. He's like, 160. forty, one sixty. I'm like, what the heck, dude? He's like, these people are from all over. We got boats signed up from New York. Uh, Freaking, so, two guys signed up from Alaska. Like, sure, I know they didn't drive here, but nonetheless, uh, Indiana, Tennessee, Texas, Florida, and he's like, man. He said, you might ought to think about putting a cap on this thing. because I, You know, I figured we'd just, we'd be fine. Not even have to worry about that. He said, I said, why well, we need a cap? He's like, we don't have enough daylight to run a 500 boat tournament. I said, I didn't even think about that. So yeah, we put a 250 boat cap on it and I advertised it. And like an hour and a half later, it spilled up. Wow. And yeah, it's free entry fee. Two thousand bucks first place, and uh, we ended up paying out a lot better than that. Gave away Mossberg firearms, Dakota lithium batteries. I mean, give away a bunch of ugly sticks, and I mean, it was uh, it was pretty awesome. Had a food truck there, veteran-owned food truck, and dude, that thing was tasty. I mean, they made the Smashburger food truck. That thing was awesome. But yeah, Neil Paul and them really come through. Went up there met with them. Did a whole run through. They brought the fire truck out with the big flag. Oh, yeah. I'm talking, did it up. Wow. And, uh, dude, it was insane. I can't, I, I like, I was, I was pretty humbled to start with the people It came from all over. It's insane.
0: What's, what's your plan for the future with it?
1: We're going to do it every year now. I'm just trying to decide if I'm, I really feel like i kneeling them. We've talked about it. We got some big ideas for doing it here. But I just feel, I feel kind of torn to have it at at home, you know, at in Kentucky.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I feel like I kind of owe it to those people. I don't owe nothing to them, people, but to the fans out there. Like that's my that's my home area, and yeah. I feel like feel like I should might have it on Kentucky one year.
0: But well, you can, I mean, I, you can move it around. You yeah, know. That's, I,
1: I, I said, turn about. it into
0: a fishing version of Willie's picnic, dude. Make it as big as possible. You're, you can That's do what that. I'm saying.
1: Like, and, and I want to have it during the summer this year. That way, dude, I want to have 500 boats. You know, yeah. I want to do do a lot bigger payout. I want to have 500 boats, and it was, dude, it was insane. I got, dude, everybody who helped me, I appreciate it. Gosh dang, like the fiance's family came, my mom came. My buddy Willie came. A uh, couple other friends came. Like, dude, they, Yeah, it's unreal. The support system.
0: That's cool. That's cool. Why Never did fun. you, you want to do that?
1: I just want to do it for fun, man. Like, it was just, just something. Just kind of do it for fun. Give back a little bit. And I was, yeah. Yeah, and it just blew up.
0: Wow. Well, I look forward to watching it evolve because I believe it's going to Dude, I think you've connected with a rare group of people. I think it's awesome. Like, I think that there's a, I mean, there's obviously Swindle's got his following, you know, there's a, and I yeah. hate even mentioning names, but I think there's outliers. And I hope you take this as a compliment. Like the two outliers that have this crazy cult following is you and Ben Milliken. You know what I mean? Like and it, you, from two different worlds, yeah. but it's like, there's a different group of people. And I don't mean that as an insult. But there's, no, there's no. people that that like specifically have been drawn to the sport because of you. I mean, and, and I think to me, that's hey, you want to make it in pro fishing that that's what you want to be somebody And it. You don't have to be you. You don't have to. Yeah. You know, you're who you are. Brandon Pollack has an insane following, too, but he's built yeah. it in a totally different way. But thank you for what you're doing for the sport is, I guess, what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. I don't know exactly what I'm doing except for being myself, but I do appreciate it.
0: Why do you think people are reluctant to be themselves? They, like, or, did you well, ever go through mind. that? Did you? No, did I, you...
1: I just, I ain't never gave a shit enough not to be, you know? I don't mind pissing people off or breaking the rules and getting in trouble. I've been, suspense, I've been suspended from school. I've been fired from six or seven, eight jobs. Like yeah like whatever
0: love me or hate me i'm gonna be me
1: exactly a lot of people don't think i'm really like this but come hang out for five minutes you'll find <laughs> out
0: you know i know 100 percent. if i could stop choking on water <laughs> um this is you when we talk the literally the only difference is a few less f-bombs I mean not, I kept
1: it a little I've been working on keeping it clean now the f-bombs I've been doing good about it
0: yeah yeah it, it's do you think people are getting less offended by that
1: don't care like <laughs> like the f-bombs <laughs> are still coming the f-bombs are still coming but just you know I've been I, I found myself in front of uh you know nonetheless like I've I've cussed since I was a kid I grew up in a military family like I cussed since I was 10 years old right Yeah, And, but I just find myself in front of women and kids. It's not being as appropriate as much. So I just try to watch myself there. Yeah. They're everybody. I have to deal with it. Yeah.
0: I got you. I got you. Any big plans for the classic this year? Outfits, Mm. ensembles. Mm. Well.
1: I thought Oklahoma was known for Buffaloes, but I was wrong. I was informed of that by my ears. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know that. I guess that was a little bit further north, but whatever. Like Jason Christie's from Oklahoma, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Drank Creek, Indian, Oklahoma. Right.
1: He's an Indian, right?
0: Yeah, he is.
1: Had to be Buffaloes in Oklahoma. Then see, get Jason Christie on the line, make sure the Buffaloes are from Oklahoma.
0: Hey, you want me to try calling call him right now and see if he answers?
1: Tell him Matt Robertson needs to know if there's buffaloes in Oklahoma.
0: Okay, well, let's, let's see if he answers. He's probably fishing. He's been fishing a lot during the day. Getting ready. You hear him? You got it? We go. Yeah. Come on. Your call has been
1: this. forwarded to an automated voice
0: messaging system. No. I can't. You was barely. That number? Leave. I stopped. It. It play, I was about, no, I was we about to, to leave a, a message, mail. but that was, I was gonna, but then I was giving his you number out. And
1: I could have beeped it. You're right.
0: This ah. is, Should I call again?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you didn't answer your call. It's kind of disrespectful.
0: I will. I'll beep it out. Hold on. Here we go. Now he's going to think I'm... This might be the riskiest thing I've ever done in this podcast. I'll
1: beep it. I'll beep it for you. Your call has been forwarded to an automated... Okay, we'll beep, beep this system. out. I got it. <laughs> Is not available. <laughs>
0: This is so ridiculous, so ridiculous. When you finish recording, you may
1: hang up or press one for more options.
0: Christy, it's Mercer. I'm with Matt Robertson, and we are doing a podcast, and we've tried to call you twice. Sorry to bother you, but we wanted to know, was there ever buffaloes in Oklahoma? Correct? Is that the question, Matt? That's all we want to know. Yes. Get get back to finishing fishing, preparing. Bye-bye. That was an awkward moment in podcast history. <laughs> Would have been cool if he answered, though, huh? Yeah, what a. <laughs> uh, he is fishing nonstop, dude. Like every day. I've talked to him in the last few weeks, and every day he's like, "I'm on the water fishing." He is sharpening his sword. Does that make you nervous at all?
1: Don't care. Don't make me. He don't make me nervous. I don't. I really don't think. I wonder for a long. I didn't think Jason Christie didn't like me for a long time. Not that it matters, but um, I just think he's quiet, and you got to talk to him a little bit. I could be wrong. Maybe he didn't like me, but whatever. And uh, no, he
0: yeah, is. Yeah. He's that way. He's 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 Clint Eastwood, dude.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, like talking. I, like... Talk, I I'd, I'd small talk it with him a little bit, and then he started talking a little bit. I was like, well, maybe he's just one of them people. Yeah.
0: He's he's a good dude. He's a great guy. Great guy. What uh, what's your rooming situation this year? Who are you rooming with?
1: Um, well, I'm rooming with Seth again and Chris and Corey. Me and Seth got over our little um pissy fit. So, what happened? Ah, uh, just a little trouble in paradise. <laughs> just a little trouble in paradise. But it's all good. We got everything straightened up. I had to give him a little of that. Come on, Not really. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he did agree. He did piss me off though, but we pissed each other off. It was all good. We're
0: So you guys broke up for a little while last year.
1: Yeah, yeah, like yeah.
0: Putting yeah. it out there strong though. Now nobody can throw it back on you. You know what I mean? I people yeah. get people get pissed off at each other.
1: Yeah, it's it's a, what
0: happened. It's like, uh, <laughs> Or do you not yeah, want you to talk about
1: it?
0: Yeah. I mean you pissed me off once, remember? I got pissed at yeah, you. Yeah, I once. know. <laughs> but I, I love you.
1: <laughs> like I know I love the heck out of you too.
0: Uh no, that's I think that's normal. I think that's normal. What about uh what about your fitness goals? You still running a ton and everything, or
1: yeah, I've still been I I haven't been running as much in the past month. Like I got pretty skinny and i'll be honest with you i like myself with a little more meat on me like i like the love handles a little better yeah. just no love handle but yeah i'm still keeping her keeping nice. her trim.
0: nice do you think that affected helped you last year have a better season like did you yeah, find yourself it, more alert more i mean no, I just you're think... more
1: confident whenever you're yeah. in shape and not fat you're just you're just more confident you know as a person and that follows through into every aspect of it I got gotcha. you. I think it does.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's a huge part of it. I mean, I think it's also like what it gives you mentally. You know what I mean? Like yeah. taking time, especially running, stuff like that. You I mean, how often do you have a time where you actually can just sit and think and nobody's calling you, nobody. You know what I mean? It's literally and and I think it helps people process stuff and Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense to me. What uh what's different about you this year? Are you changing anything in your boat electronics wise and all that crazy? Like it does seem like there's a bit of an arms race happening.
1: I did uh put that live live scope on the back of the boat. We're gonna give that a shot. Like whatever. I mean, here's the thing a lot of people don't realize is it's been using it for uh three or four four years probably. I know I seen taco with it on four years ago. So it's not like it's it's something like the Japanese English been using it for a while. Yeah. Oh. Um, Taku, uh, Kyoya, is that?
0: Kyoya. You, Kyoya. It? Kyoya.
1: I, I, I mean, it, it's the hardest Koya? name for
0: me ever to learn. Sego taught it to me. Kyoya. You have to almost, it's, you're not saying the like if you read it, it's not right. But as far as I know, is Kyoya. 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 Kyo-ya. Okay. Yeah. Like the beginning is kyo Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. But he's been using it. Taku. Uh, I know Kent has had it on the back. And yeah, so it's not, it's something we were aware of. We just like wondering how it works, but. But yeah, I, like, I feel
0: like, I feel like, and I love me some Takumi. But I feel like now that we all know how lethal it is. You know what I mean? Like there's been people that knew, but like all the things you think of the things we've talked about Takumi and and I've done segments where I'm like, he's able to cast onto that dock and fish it for 15 minutes, shaking it back. But the reason he can do that is because he grew up in Japan and he fished from the shore and he only had one area. Well, yeah. And also he's got a device that showed him that there's a fish right there.
1: He's shaking it right. Yeah. He's shaking them. it in front of that fish. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They were definitely ahead of the, Game in that, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now you're going to see a lot of guys with it this year, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's, I think. What do you think about the the crappie breaks, bass breaks, whatever you want to call them? You think that's going to I be? Don't a thing? I don't know. I
1: thought I talked to Milliken about it, and uh he's got them on there, and I contemplated it, and yeah, man, I just I don't know about that. I'm not doing it. Yeah not
0: doing it i wonder like i feel that that way myself but then i also wonder if it like i think back to the first time i saw a shallow water anchor on a boat like remember when we were like all like yeah. oh yeah that's a saltwater thing that'll never be on bass boats and then all of a sudden now you see a bass boat and if it doesn't have two on it you're like what's wrong with the boat it looks wrong it's it's weird yeah so i wonder if the if those will become that um It's crazy time for
1: that. I just, I don't know. I'm just not, I thought, I'm kind of questionable if we get on the big water, if then things will hold up. Yeah. (laughs) Like Ontario, about sunk a boat with no big motors hanging up in there. Like.
0: Yeah, that's going to be a problem. Like when you think about it, I mean, they've
1: been around for a while in
0: the crappie world, but they're just not. Crappie dudes are not running. I don't think they their boats have two fifties on them. I don't think that they're running out, and you know what I mean. It's the crappie
1: guys don't know how to jump a wave. <laughs> like,
0: let's not stereotype here.
1: No, I am like there ain't no old crappie fishing dude jumping no waves. <laughs> like any crappie fisherman, get in your boat, and I will get in my boat, and let's go for a ride. <laughs> And I will break your back.
0: (laughs) Could happen. It could happen. I I mean, I'm sure we'll hear from the crappy world. Yeah. What do you, what's your, like, what's your future look like? Do you like, do you think you'll do this forever? Or is like,
1: um, I'd like to do it for a pretty good while. I'd like to do it for a pretty good while, but I was telling the boys. I was like, we was talking about it third day, me and Corey. And uh I was like, dude, after we're done, like after we're all the way done with all this stuff, I say like, we are writing a book or we are telling some stories or we're doing we are we got some dainties.
0: You, uh, you sure do. You sure do. And I hope when that's that time comes, you'll come tell me some of those stories. Um, you guys once tried to do like a show, didn't you? Like, dude, I honestly think that if the right producer just followed you idiots around, it is pure hilarity. I mean, and
1: maybe I'm foolish not to be that producer. We cannot find a camera guy. Listen, if you're a camera guy and you are very good at filming and editing videos, yell at me. Like we need. A good, we video, need the right and videographer but, somebody
0: who sees the vision,
1: yeah. A vision we need them,
0: and they got they we, I think that, they that's got,
1: what we're lacking.
0: I think they got to, um, they got to be willing to take a risk, and so do you guys. Like, if you like, I have no doubt that your freaking show could be the next letter, Kenny, except real life, and yes, it but. Is. There's going to be like, there's going to be some pushback in the industry.
1: It's okay. It'll be it'll be worth it. Yeah, pushed Pushback against me in the beginning, and then that's working out okay now.
0: Yeah, but did you really feel pushback, or do you think that is just how everyone feels when they first start?
1: Um, I felt some pushback. Yeah.
0: Why? Just people were. Didn't like I mean I, 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 don't, like, yeah. I, think, I think the only negative I've ever heard About you dude And I'll be honest is there's people And you already said it that think it's an act And it ain't no freaking oh, yeah. act If yeah. it's an act dude you are a method actor And you've committed to this for a lot Like I've seen a lot of sides of you I've seen you happy I've seen you sad I've seen you in every emotion Basically yeah. you know what I mean This is who you are um but there is people that there is people do you take that as an insult that people take your natural way of acting as an act
1: (laughs) listen i really don't care what they think i'll be honest with you like it just it don't bother me like 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 i went to some shows did some shows met some people and they just like it's finally nice to put a face with the personality that's what two of them said to me and uh I was like, yeah, it's like, we was wondering if you really like us or not. You know, yeah. Like, just, I don't know what to tell you.
0: It wouldn't work if you weren't. You know, like, no. real works. Like, I mean, you same did. with anybody. Like, you got to be who you, I mean, I think you could play a character for a while if you wanted to. But I think real is what connects people to you.
1: Yeah, 100% like I said I make some people mad but um, you're going to offend some people online
0: yeah yeah you don't worry about that I I dude even on things that that were weird I mean the the thing um on the stage there was there was people who didn't like that in the industry that said it was which I think you're being too stuffy but that's your opinion but here's what I've told everyone to do I had a really unique perspective when that all was happening. I was the only guy standing on stage. Other than tournament director, Chris Bose. I was the only guy standing on stage and he was probably watching you. I was literally looking at the crowd and you know what I saw in the crowd? Every single person with their phone up, bringing taking yeah. a video and that's the kind of, those are the highlight moments that, I mean, we're weighing fish. I think yeah. you're doing your job. Um, oh yeah. It, I can't believe you did it in that. I mean, I looked at those booties, and I'm like, I know how hot your feet get in those booties all day. I mean, it literally, and it, it wasn't planned. It just, it somehow happened. I don't even know why I no. mentioned it to you. Like, I never. I just saw your boots, and I saw the drink.
1: <laughs> Listen, let me tell you, I'm not a stinky person. Like, I have very good hygiene. Like, like even even my fiance is like, I've never really. You've never really smelled bad. Let me tell you something. Whenever it comes to hygiene, I am clean as a whistle, son. But those booties, and them boots didn't really stink. Now that no. shoe I did from that Australian guy the night before, Are you
0: you did one out of another man's shoe.
1: Yes, at the you bar had unprotected I had an unprotected shoey at one o'clock. It was the same day I fished at one o'clock.
0: You stay out that like at the Bassmaster Classic, you have no problem yeah, staying like out till.
1: Every, yeah, everybody thinks it's a joke. So at the before the first night of Classic, I was out till twelve thirty. I thought I'd end her up a little early. Response, and then we only caught we caught two or three big ones, and like we wasn't quite there. So I figured we'll, we'll take it to the next level. Stayed out till one thirty. Like bar closes at two, so we stayed out till one thirty, having a big time. Did the shooting. And then the next night, we stayed out. Dude, I stayed out every night. I just said, it's what it is.
0: Why? Do you was, do you have that? Uh, you have there. that? What's they call that? That fear, FOMO? Fear of missing out? Oh, my God. Your hair looks spectacular today. You Look like at that. that. Oh. oh, come on. We need more of that. The way the light hits you from behind, it is... Darn right, hairs long thought, Dave. it is. It looks good. Oh, You look like a, an electrocuted Mennonite.
1: <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I mean, somebody else said I looked Amish the other
0: You got a bit. No, but not when the hat saw. So, well, maybe a little. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe bring a wagon through. Way in this year. <laughs> <laughs> I would if Bass would let me, and they know it. Yeah, yeah. Does that bother you? How, like, I feel like you're always going to be an adversary of the establishment.
1: Yeah, I will be. I have been my whole <laughs> life to any establishment, work, school. Like, Bass isn't going to be any different.
0: i got to ask you about this, because you were the first person I thought of. I hope I don't get in trouble for this.
1: <laughs> I'll bet you out.
0: So, Jockeys is the new presenting sponsor. It's Jockeys oh, Outdoors. Yeah. Jockey Outdoors. But, obviously, when you think of Jockey, I mean, world-famous undergarments. You were the first dude I thought.
1: <laughs> Listen, Jockeys. Listen. I'm Give your guy. You are. Listen. Call me. I'm cheaper than Bassmasters. I'll pay the fine. <laughs> And I'll get you your advertisement. Like, just call me. And yeah, that's a you're welcome, Bass. Like, tell me they didn't go to a sales pitch with them and not use me in my underwear Uh, behind the scenes. I don't think
0: they used that underwear. Come on, dude. Like, uh,
1: they say, how would you like this (laughs) guy right here in your underwear? We can do this for you.
0: Uh, that underwear was not jockeys. (laughs) I mean, here's my advice to you. Like I told you then, I mean, we. a true story in the morning, I come up to Matt and I said, because I started the joke on the stage. I was the guy who said, Hey, will you dress? Because there was a guy dressed in the stars and stripes speedo that was following you around. And I said, will you wear them on championship Sunday or whatever? I went up to you that morning. This is truly behind the scenes. And I said, hey, do you have the stars and stripes on? And you pulled your pants down a little bit. And you showed me the not so tidy whities you had on. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I remember there was a rip in the waistband. And I remember thinking yeah. to myself, oh, he's not going to do anything out there. Nobody would show those underpants to the world. Well, damn, I was wrong, Matt. <laughs>
1: Well, I wasn't going to do it. Like, Seth talked me into it out
0: there. Yeah, I know. I know. It's Seth's a bad influence.
1: He is. He is. A he, re-
0: he is. He's that meddling little kid that, like, will act like, what, Mercer? Like, like, he, like he does nothing, <laughs> but he's always kind of a Geppetto-type character. Would you agree? Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: You're tiptoeing lightly around Seth because you guys are just getting back together.
1: No, we're good. We're good.
0: You guys breaking up would have been one of the great travesties of the sport. Like that's like if,
1: Yeah.
0: It's like the Samoan brothers breaking up in wrestling or the Bulldogs.
1: Yeah, it's just not it's not how the world's supposed to work. And I I thought about like who else am I gonna room with dude? Like these were my boy or friends before I made the elite series, like just get over you what the crap and move on and be buds and go out there and make money together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What about those brothers?
1: they're their brothers same old boys back <laughs> on dude every once in a while like i got this this accent well every once in a while like this canadian twist in my voice comes out and i'm just like what is that it's them. like canadian redneck like that was possible
0: I do. You might have like, dude, I'm like that where I can't. Like. I don't know why, but I take on accents like when yeah. I was originally born in Ireland, if I go back to Ireland, like I come home with an Irish accent, like it takes a little yeah. while when I'm in Canada more, i mean in Morris, I'm more Canadian when I'm like when when I'm on the phone with James Overstreet, my yeah. wife knows because she says all of a sudden you. I, so and I hate it because. The Canadians are like, ah, he's trying to be Southern, and the Southerns are like, oh, you don't sound (laughs) like the fun Canadians. It's, I, do you feel you're like that?
1: Yeah, I I like I pick up on a little bit here and there, you know. I don't know why.
0: Accents are weird.
1: One time, and if Beyonce's like, don't do that again. I'm like, I I cannot believe I just said it. It it happens,
0: Uh, dude. Why do I say y'all every once in a while? I mean, I feel after I say it, I'm like, what did you just say? But it's just, it's easier. Like, I mean, that's, that's the evolution yeah. of speaking. People used to use much longer sentences. Now it's just surely getting shorter. Yep. I think accents are one of the weirdest things on earth. Like it, to me, it's weird that like, and, and, they, and you look at the United States and how like a person from Massachusetts has a, like, A mass, like, they've got a very strong accent. Then somebody from New York, which isn't far, totally different. Somebody from Jersey, like, it's weird.
1: Oh, yeah, big difference between New York and Jersey or Boston and, yeah.
0: It's one of the strangest things on earth that nobody ever thinks, to me, like, and for whatever reason, an Irish accent or Scottish accent makes more sense. They're further away for whatever reason, but accents in general are, are one of the strangest things. What uh, what have you been thinking of all the doings online this past
1: season? There's been a lot of crap, bunch of stuff going down online.
0: Well, just there's been just seems like a lot of weird. Is that just what the off season's going to be now? Is it just going to be? I don't be... know,
1: man. Like there's been, I've been watching some controversy on uh. Online and uh, especially between a couple big swim bait guys. Not going to mention any names. Oh but, yeah, yeah.
0: There's that.
1: And uh, but I will have to say, I've seen some people. I've seen some people talking crap about one another about some swim baits. And I hate to tell you people, but you knock on the devil's door long enough, he's going to answer. So, like, I wouldn't be talking to it. Ain't it? Ain't me.
0: Who's the but devil?
1: He, I don't know. You ask for trouble, you're going to get trouble. It's not me, but I'm yeah. just telling you, you want to talk crap on the internet, like that's fine. But it'll come Stop around. It.
0: Yeah. yeah. Bad, Bad karma. Listen, you believe in that? Right. Bad like people oh, yeah. I'm a big believer in that. Like just be a decent uh, person. Do you spend your life trying to cut people down? Somebody going to come yeah. cutting you down eventually.
1: That's why, like, dude, I don't, you won't see me knocking nobody ever. Like there's people I don't get along with. There's people I don't like, but I, you know what? I don't go over there and cut them down or cut what they're doing down. Like, yeah. That's not, that's, that's, uh, whenever you go cutting other people, like that just shows your character.
0: You yeah. 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 What is the off season like for you with sponsors and stuff like that? Like, are you an aggressive, like guys like Lee Livesey is up at every day, eight o'clock cold calling companies. I mean, he is, it's incredible. The work ethic he puts yeah. in, where are you in that regard?
1: I'm not going to say I'm as as aggressive as Lee, um, but I'm pretty aggressive, you know, uh, talking to companies doing this and, uh, maybe looking to change a few things up. um, so yeah, like I'm, I gotta say, I'm on the same page as Lee. Lee's probably the most aggressive guy I know whenever it comes to sponsors,
0: but it's a business, you know. And he, but,
1: but I'm with him. Like I see a lot of guys. Um, I'm doing the same thing as him. Um, I'm thinking just uh, I'm kind of focusing my energy instead of the cold calls. Like I'm doing a little more research, try to get in right, get in touch the with right. the right people, and do this and that. And um, so it's the same effort, a little different. I uh, have tactical avenue, I guess. I don't know what you call it, but I said I know a lot of guys out there ain't don't put that effort in, man. Like, there's a lot of guys in this industry. I think because you make the Bassmaster Elite series that you automatically get sponsors, and that's not the case. No, are you at the point
0: now where people are calling you?
1: Yeah, I've had some people
0: contact me. Yeah, I feel like you'd get some weird ones too.
1: <laughs> yeah, I get a few weird ones. Not too bad though. Not too bad. I'd like for some really weird ones to come in because then we maybe make some make some new deals.
0: Well, I mean, we've already pitched Jockey. Who else would you like? Like Dream Sponsor? Who Who are we thinking?
1: Hmm. I I mean Jockey. Would be all right, you know. Maybe bass will let me fish in my underwear now and not get fined. I just feel like that's, you know. Just, I mean, I'll, I'm gonna have to go buy jockey underwear now, just to try it out a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: Um, I don't know. I'd take a, uh, I'd take a Bud Light sponsorship or something.
0: Be cool. Be cool.
1: Starbucks. Give me some free coffee. So I'm a little bougie whenever it comes to the coffee. I'll take me some Starbucks.
0: Nice. Nice. What uh, What event are you looking forward to this year?
1: I'm looking forward to the first two. Texas has been good to me in uh, in the past. And I like pre spawn fishing, cold water fishing. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to Texas, too. Not How much? Forward...
0: Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead.
1: Not looking forward to Florida in April, but... We're gonna go there anyway.
0: How much attention do do you pay to? Did you pay to the MLF tournament that just happened there?
1: Um, I didn't even. So I was at, I was in Texas at Toledo Bend, and at their right before cutoff for pre practice. And I was talking to Chris Johnson on the phone. He's like Toledo, like MLFs there, Toledo Bend, like next week. I was like, what? Yeah. He's like, yeah. I was like. And I did not watch a minute of it.
0: Um, you before the they, event, or do you, know you not want? Will you before the event, or do you not want to um, get no,
1: any I of that? Chris, Chris watched a little bit of it, and uh, he said, "Just everybody out there paying a minute." So I, like, I ain't going to sit there and watch that. Like I'm not gonna. I'll just i'll try to do something a little different hopefully you know hopefully the i think we're there a couple weeks down there's a lot the water temperature he said that they were saying it's 56 uh, warmed up eight degrees since i was there so like things could progress into something different whenever we're there
0: yeah yeah it's a it's a shocking for people that have never been there it's a shockingly large fishery like don't you find that like you you think it's that huge. you're like there's a there's a point over there and you're like let's run to the point and then fifteen minutes later you're like oh we're almost at the point.
1: Yeah, dude, that lake is huge, and I've heard. You know, whenever I first started doing this, I was scared of Lake Fork because of the trees. I was scared of you know standing timber fisheries. Been to Sam Rayburn before? That wasn't too bad. But let me tell you about Toledo Bend. That is a forest. Like, you do not get out of a boat lane. There ain't one end of the lake where it's open you can run. Like, you stay in your lanes, son, or you're bumping trees. That place scares me. Like, I was down there running, and I mistaked a little group of trees sticking out of the water for the next buoy. And the buoy's over here. And let me tell you, I only bumped one setting down. And then all around me was trees. I was like, oh, my gosh. Dang. It's sketchy. I've never been to a lake like that.
0: Yeah, and the problem is when it gets windy, you can't like run. You went through some crazy stuff in Lake Ontario last year, but you could choose what direction to go for the most part. I mean, you had to get back, but those boat lanes. I mean, if that wind's ro- running the wrong way, you still got to run so tight in those boat lanes. It, it's a punishing friggin' fishery.
1: There ain't what? no doubt that place is different.
0: What happened on Lake Ontario, dude? Because when you came in that day, you remember. I, I made you wear my jacket. You're like, I'm not cold. I'm like, you are freaking shivering, dude.
1: I thought I was going to die. Like, I didn't have a marshal with me, didn't have camera guy, and I made a long run and I went through some pretty good sized waves to get there. Yeah. But the wind shifted a little, picked up a lot more. And, like, dude, I was going, I was riding the waves, I was going down one, and the top of the wave crested, come down on the back of my boat. My motor's like roo, roo, roo. I'm like, here we go. We're going down. Wave crashes up, fills my boat up with water from the back of the boat, not spearing in the front. Away from the back fills my boat up with water. And like, dude, I'm telling you, I've been I grew up on big water. I grew up on Kentucky Lake and I get some big waves there, like big water don't scare me. Yeah. But I didn't did not see I didn't see myself making it out of that one. Wow. Yeah, I don't get shook, though. There ain't nothing shakes me that shook. Me.
0: Yeah, uh, it's yeah. a it's a lonely place too. Like when you're out there, you know, it's it's amazing because you go out there when it's flat calm, and you're just like, oh, this yep. is the, like Disneyland. <laughs> I mean, small of Disneyland yeah. is there, but then the
1: very next day,
0: it doesn't even feel like the same place. It's like you put no. me into hell
1: yeah let yeah. me tell you what you better have some respect for that place that's the ocean
0: yeah did you go back the next day
1: i did i took my time a little more i left more time to get back but yeah i still went it was oh it was dumb
0: times everything though that's how hacks like you know it's it's if you give yourself plenty of time, if you, if the fishing affords that you yep. can make it back through anything, but oh, when yeah. you're under a deadline and you start pushing it, that's when stuff starts to break and it gets crazy. Oh yeah. But you, why did you feel the need? Like you were, did you need to have a big finish in that tournament?
1: Um, or no, is it, I don't you? Think so. I'm pretty much as in the classic, but I like, like. I like this one area of the lake that i you know, down there. And it's a, it's a pretty good haul. I don't have to worry about, I think I've seen one tournament boat down there with me. And I just, I like fishing there. You know, I've kind of gotten to know it a little bit and yeah, I just put her in the wind. You said
0: you weren't going to watch MLFs because they were MLF because they were all just pinging a minnow. Do you think... There's a chance that we'll be just doing a lot of pinging of minnows this year. Yeah, I think so. Good or bad?
1: Um, like I, I listen. I do think that it's a heck of a tactic to get fish to bite. Like I mean, it catches. Like it really is. Maybe one of the best. It may be the best technique ever for bass fishing. And uh, yeah, I think you're, I think it can get a little boring, like not because of the live scope, but everybody holding the same bait, doing the same thing versus watching someone deep cranking or pinging a minnow and then someone flipping bushes or fishing grass and a chatter bait and that stuff. But I do, I do think you'll see some guys we're still fishing five fish, like it ain't like the other side where they were fishing, yeah. them. Yeah, like, good point. You're gonna this is gonna open up a whole new all right, you got this grass flat with fish on here. Instead of seeing twenty boats fishing this grass flat over here, you might only see two or three fishing it, you know. Yeah. Like I think you're I think you'll still see some here's the thing about live scope. I know that's a big deal this year, big debate, and a lot of people arguing against it. But listen, John Cox is going out there without debt finders. And has been in contention for AOI in the last two tournaments every year. And the dude don't even use a depth finder. It's like, True. yeah. And, and listen, I don't care if you limit live scope or not. I really don't. Like, I think it'd benefit me more not to, not to have it. But here's the thing there's only 100 of us. Yeah. You're about limiting the best 100 anglers in the world. You know, like everybody else, you think little Johnny and his grandpa's going to go out here without it? No. Like all you think these guys complaining about it's going out there and not fishing without it? No, they're using it. Like, yeah. But you're going to the best hundred anglers in the world. I just think that's a bit of a stretch.
0: Yeah. What do you, to play devil's advocate, well, what do you say to people that say, well, the best hundred anglers in the world shouldn't need it?
1: Well, I mean, I agree. It's just this – it's not it's that just, you need it or don't need it like this. If you're going to compete. In the world, yeah, you're going to compete. There have yeah. been a few – there's been a few anglers that have benefited from it, but overall you still say, see the same guys winning. Yeah. You know?
0: A hundred percent. At every level, too. I mean, if you yeah. look at the open stuff, everything, like, it's it's a tool. and And I know people don't like that because – it's a pretty ridiculous tool. Like the fact that we can now just only cast at fish, that seems, yeah. but I I've always said that you guys of all people, you don't have a choice. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, yeah, you can be John Cox, but it's a lot harder for most people to be. He's an anomaly, but yeah. I mean, I feel like most of you guys that I talk to, I don't really feel a real, I mean, I'm, Apart from just a few, I don't feel a lot of anglers that are like, it has to be legal or it has to be banned. Like, there's a few outliers, I know. But it's kind of like, I'm going to fish with what I have to. You know what I mean? Like, maybe you don't want to run a 250. Well, you kind of have to on the Elite Series if you don't want to get passed. Yeah. Right or wrong. I don't know. Yeah. You think anything will happen with it in the future? You think the Limited or the will make it legal or
1: i don't think so i think it's done going too long
0: yeah I, agree I, I,
1: that. I I, mean i hate to say it but i think it's done going too long
0: i agree
1: i mean okay yeah you limit it to a transducer one transducer on a boat listen i was a machinist for 10 years i can build anything i'll make an attachment to take it off my i'll leave the i'll leave Sorry, Dave. I got. Damn, my phone's on ten percent.
0: That's I'll leave,
1: fine. I'll leave, I'll run the cable over the top of the boat. I'll have an attachment to put it on my troller motor. I'll have the same quick attachment on the back of my boat, and I can just switch it out whenever I idle versus up front. Like it's like yeah, you transducers ain't gonna do nothing. Yeah, like I hear you, you can make. I don't know. It's a complicated subject, but whatever.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I a- don't care why though
0: yeah that, that's what i hear from most of the anglers I, and i think earlier in the year there was some that were very adamant one way or another but i just feel like everybody now like season's freaking here it's time yeah. to fish and stop bitching about stuff yeah um as i was saying a phone being on 10 percent is a great time to end a podcast but before we end this I need you to answer a question, and it was from Jason Christie. And then you get to ask our next guest a question without even knowing who our next guest is. Oh, here we but go. But J- Jason Chris, this is an easy one, dude. This is a fun one. You'll like this. Um, if you had to pick three elite series folks, um, angler, staff, whatever, to you got to go to a desert island and survive, and you got to bring three of them. Who you picking, and
1: why? Uh, Lee Livesey cause he's that you know country boy, go out there hunt and kill stuff. I'm not taking Caleb Summerall, cause he can't shoot nothing. He says he's a hunter, but he ain't shooting nothing. <laughs> so Caleb sorry you're not in there. Um, taking Lee. I'll take Hackney, cause I know he's he's a get after. He's a little old though. He might slow us down, but he's a little wise too. So we'll take. Take him and I'll take Seth with me too, because I know between me and him, like we can feed the we can feed the group and yeah, it's gonna be yeah. We Good can times.
0: build with that. Yeah. Good times. I right.
1: picked three ugly ones, didn't I?
0: <laughs> I mean, you don't want competition if you happen to run into a whole bunch of hot girls, I guess. Yep. <laughs> i don't know that's a good good group that's a good group i mean people love seth's mustache lee's kind of that he's kind of like that intimidator kind of dude that southern cowboy and then uh who else did you pick
1: seth lee and hackney
0: hackney well and hackney is hackney i mean godzilla ain't got nothing on him i mean how can you not I think we've covered so, a lot of things, Matt. Yeah, I think this was one of the most bizarre but most enjoyable podcasts I've ever done. I, like, I mean, I, I think, I think Matt and Mercer needs to be a thing that we do more regularly. For <laughs> <laughs> <But you better laughs> nothing so else, often. just for our fun. <laughs> oh yeah, you did. When we were talking on the phone last week, you said at any time I could call you and record it, and I had your permission. Correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, we're gonna have some fun.
1: Those phone calls need to be, you just need to call me. Say, hey, Matt, what are you doing? Yeah. Recording. All right. All right. It's happening. <laughs> Anything that gets aspired, take it out. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of
0: course. <laughs> just like Jason Christie's number. We'll beep it out. Dude, thank you for doing this. I look forward yeah. to seeing you uh, in a couple of weeks on Toledo Bend. And uh, thank you.
1: Yeah, absolutely, buddy. <laughs> and congratulations. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Just when I'm thinking my week can't get any better, along comes Matt Robertson. He was uh, on fire. Um, I mean, he was literally on cruise control the whole way through that conversation. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you weren't offended by it. If you were, just keep in mind that you were probably only half as offended as my wife was because she's the person who had to add all the beeps so we could actually play this on YouTube. But remember, it is a celebratory week. Let me... Pick this bad boy up and put it back on my shoulder. The Kansas City Chiefs are back-to-back Super Bowl champions. And I hope to see some of you, all of you, most of you, this week in Toronto at the International Center. Saturday at 1 o'clock, the Spring Fishing and Boat Show. I will be there. And uh, I've got a seminar. And Lord knows what I'm going to talk about. Should I bring the belt? You think? I mean, no, I can't, <laughs> I can't bring the Could I? Should I? I mean, that'd be too boisterous and celebratory and in-your-face. I mean, what kind of a guy would ever do something like that? Have a good week. Enjoy being. And as always, Bob Cobb, take it away.
1: smells of victory. Thanks for watching, please like, comment and subscribe because Bob Cobb of the Bassmasters told you to.
0: You hear?